Welcome to the Autonomous Vehicle Daily Tech Podcast. My name is Hassan Akram. I am the host of the Autonomous Vehicle Safety and Security Podcast. This is my second podcast. And in this podcast, we will be broadcasting focused discussion on technical subject matter. Enjoy the podcast and thank you so much for listening. So you mentioned a very interesting phenomena that we have hundreds of maybe not hundreds, more than a hundred uh, lighter companies when, you know, this is not a typical scenario in automotive uh, component manufacturing. What was the reason you think? Why so many aspects? And they're all sort of unique from their own way, as you mentioned, and I agree. And what was the reason? There was like, oh, this is a, this is a technology that we have, uh, is, is it just because we had a lot of room for imagination or innovation? Or is it like, it's not optimal enough? Is it really, uh, there are a lot to be explored yet? I think one of the, one of the reasons LiDAR is so interesting is that it's, it's kind of, there's so many parts to a LiDAR sensor and each, you know, developing each one is difficult. You know, if you think you have your laser driver, you then have to direct your light around the scene. So you have some sort of beam steering system. Then you've got your, your receiver, which has to be ultra precise because you're really pushing the limits of signal to noise. And then you have all of your control electronics and your, your algorithms. Um, you know, each one of these is a, a really big technology challenge with quite a large um, solution space. If you then combine all of these into a single product, then suddenly you're in like four dimensional solution space that, that covers this enormous range of possible, um, possible architectures and possible approaches. So I think that sets a fundamental limit on, you know, how many approaches you can take to solve the LiDAR problem, if you like. Um, I think also, um, there's a certain amount of, there was a certain amount of hype around LiDAR as well. Quite a few years ago, you know, there's a lot of venture capital flying into it. There are a lot of very favorable valuations. I guess that probably peaked around 2018. You know, there was tons of companies um, founded up to that point. Um, loads of deals, really big valuations. I think what we're seeing now is a bit more of a pragmatic understanding of, of LiDAR, um, of, of the challenges that it has to face and the value of those challenges. Um, and this is leading to kind of consolidation, you know, fewer new companies being founded, but really still very substantial rounds being uh, raised by the, by the leaders in that space. Starting from such a diverse range of solutions is probably not a bad thing because it kind of means that a lot of things have been mapped out and there's a lot of understanding gained from that. And these are now sort of starting to filter down into a, a few kind of key technologies. If you track it on a a hype cycle. I think we were at the peak of inflated uh, expectations maybe a couple of years ago now. And I think it's probably bottomed out and we're really starting to see the, the slope of enlightenment, I think is called, um, particularly with the uh, activity. You know, there's been a couple of very large um, exits for, for LiDAR companies well, in the last kind of three months or so. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a, it's a really exciting industry now. Um, there's not tons of new companies being um, founded, but now we're really starting to get into the nitty gritty challenges, what it means to get a LiDAR into a series production vehicle. I think uh, the core, you know, in, initially the focus was, was getting their sensors to where they needed to be on their, their core operation, you know, things like range, resolution. 
um, really, really key metrics to, to make them useful to, to their customers. I think that's kind of getting there. And now what we're starting to see are challenges around, you know, successfully integrating them into vehicles. This actually, you know, physical ease of integration, reducing the size, making them robust to automotive driving conditions, you know, high vibration, enormous temperature ranges, um, uh, exposed to all elements, you know, cars, cars have to drive in uh, all weathers around the world. I mean, I live in the UK, so typically we get all weathers in a single day. Um, so that's not an easy challenge to solve. Um, and also because some of the commercial pressures are really starting to, to take hold now. So I guess really reducing the, the cost to, to the sort of uh, price that uh, an OEM um, can, can, you know, economically pay for it. Um, I think that's a really interesting challenge. If you look at the cost of a luxury vehicle for, I don't know, a few tens of years, inflation adjusted has not really changed that much. You know, over time, the cost of a luxury car is pretty similar relative to, you know, earnings. Um, but each generation, consumers expect the technology to improve. The standard options on, uh, you know, top of the range, BMW, Audi, Mercedes, now are very different to what they were 10 years ago and very different to 20 years ago. Um, we expect them to improve over time, but there's this expectation that you don't kind of increase the, uh, the consumers don't have to pay for that. I guess this is part of why um, kind of well understood technologies are integrated because that, that fits with the cost model. Um, what I think is really interesting about kind of ADAS and autonomous features is they have to be made to the cost point that's, that's acceptable to a, to a consumer. So, so the cost for um, the ADAS system is set by, you know, consumer expectation rather than the cost of, of what, it, what it takes to make it and hopefully some margin for the company who makes it. Um, so it's, it's this really, I guess, really fundamental challenge to get down to very low cost points in from quite a high starting position. Um, so yeah, I think th there's lots of really interesting challenges now in LiDAR. Fortunately, I guess for us, in a lot of cases, there is kind of scientific innovation at the core to the solution.